Welcome, everyone, to the Special Education Inner Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Witcher, and I'm excited to jump into a hot topic today that is brought to us by one of our master IEP coaches. If you're not familiar with the Master IEP Coach Network and Mentorship, go on over to masteriepcoach.com and you can find out all about it. So our Master IEP Coach, who's located in Arkansas, Allison, she just attended an IEP meeting that had to really tackle the tough topic of inclusion. And when Master IP coaches learn how to become Master IP coaches, we talk about inclusion from a different perspective than most IEP teams approach it. So we're gonna talk today about three different things that you can do to avoid the trap of having students earn inclusion. We really do not want to approach inclusion from the standpoint of earning inclusion because what that does is it really starts to give a feeling, not just for the student, but for the entire student body, that inclusion is something that you earn to be with the good kids. And if you don't earn inclusion, you go to the special education room as if that's a bad thing. Or you have to earn inclusion to be with the smart kids. So then it feels like when you can't earn inclusion that you go to the other room. Now, that's not the intention of the IEP team, of the teachers, of the staff, of the team, but it's what the feeling is. And that's really what inclusion is. Inclusion is a feeling. Now, we've all felt excluded from activities, right? You as a parent, as a teacher, as an adult, you have felt excluded from a party or a community event or maybe a workshop that you're attending. You know what that feels like. Let's really work on creating inclusive experiences on your school campus for every child from the minute that they step off the bus to the time they go back home, they should feel included as part of the school body. So the first thing, our first step that you need to do when you're struggling with this concept of inclusion is to really figure out what does inclusion mean specifically for this student. Inclusion does not mean taking a child who learns differently and plopping them into a general education environment. Inclusion means making sure that a child can participate in an activity at their level and that they are accepted for who they are. Inclusion does not mean that you're doing everything that everybody else is doing. Inclusion does not mean that you have to be put out of your comfort zone and struggle to keep up with everybody else. Inclusion can mean participating in a reading activity where everybody is in the same classroom and they're reading their own books and they're having their own snack and they have their own you know, juice sitting on their desk and a child is participating collaboratively in a parallel activity. So the first thing you have to do when you start saying that you want more inclusion as a special needs parent or as a teacher, uh, that you're looking for this more inclusive experience is to make sure that you define what that is for this child. What are the child's strengths? What are we looking to achieve? What are we really looking to create when we talk about this inclusive experience? That's your task number one. Now remember, this does not need to be an academic activity, but it also should not default to the standard gym, music, 
art as the options for inclusion. A lot of times those are the most difficult classes to include a child for a variety of reasons that we'll cover in another episode. But for now, just know that you need to look at a child's strengths and define what inclusion is for them. The second step that you need to do is to start taking data and not just on the student. When you're looking to create more inclusive experiences, it's time to start taking data as a team for what you are doing as a team to support a child, not just in their accommodations and modifications in their current environment, and not just on their accommodations and modifications and supports in an inclusive environment, but also what are you doing to teach the skills that are needed for that inclusive experience that you've defined as an achievement, you've defined as a goal. This is where we want to get. This is the type of inclusive experience we want to create. Now, what is everybody doing to help make that happen? We need to make sure that everybody's pitching in in their area of expertise. Nobody on the IEP team knows everything that needs to happen to make this inclusive experience work. That's why we have a team. So let's lean into the expertise and then start tracking what is happening to bring the child towards the purpose of this inclusive experience. So if we're looking for uh, the ability to communicate with their peers more, we're putting them in a situation where they're going to be uh, socializing and participating in the activity actively, or are they going to be participating in an activity kind of passively, like that side-by-side collaborative? Those are two very different skill sets. So what is everybody doing and what data is going to be taken to make sure that the supports, accommodations, and modifications are all being put in place and the skills are being taught to get to where the team has decided would be the most appropriate place for inclusive experiences with the school community. Now, the third thing that I want you to do is set some really, really clear timelines, deadlines, and communication plans. Timelines, deadlines, and communication plans. We cannot create effective, inclusive experiences if we don't have timelines of who's doing what, deadlines for when we decide, is this working or not? Is the child getting there or not? And then I want full communication plans between the team so everybody knows, parents, teachers, therapists, and also the general education teachers, they need to be included in this communication So a lot of times we're kind of starting behind where we really want to be. It'd be great if all of this happened from the beginning, but most of the time if we're in this conversation, it's because things have not happened. So we're starting behind. So we can't just set a child up for failure and say, okay, we're going to do this right. Go. Just go into this inclusive experience. That's when we set the child up for failure. We set the fellow students up for failure, and we set the staff up for failure. So considering where you're probably at, if we're having this conversation, it's time for you to take those three steps. Define what inclusive experiences are most important for this student to have before the end of the school year. Then start tracking, not just what the child is doing, but what is the team doing to make this inclusive experience successful? successful. And what are the timelines, the deadlines, and the communication plans that need to happen to put all of this together? Because you know what? If it's not working, we're not going to wait three months or six months to figure out the plan is not working. We're not going to wait three months or six months for a child to 
earn their way into inclusion, if they're not being set up for success, that's never going to happen. This is not just about a child working towards being in a less restrictive environment. This is about the team supporting a child to live in a community long-term with peers of all ability levels. Inclusion is not about being like the other kids. Inclusion is about preparing a child for further education, employment, and independent living, which is the entire purpose of an IEP. Remember, I'm not a lawyer, but I am telling you where to look. And ideal law, there's a section called purpose and findings. Go look it up. It says that every child needs to have an appropriate education based on their unique needs to prepare them for further education, employment, independent living. That means inclusive experiences need to happen because we do not live in communities where they're not going to experience inclusion. In fact, they're going to be tossed into inclusion when these school years are over beyond what they've ever experienced in a school system. So we need to do our work now by taking these steps and preparing every child for inclusive experiences on their school campus. All right, everyone, uh, this is a, a passionate topic of mine as a special needs sibling, as a formal special education teacher, and for the last 20 years working with you, parents, teachers, and teams, and building IEPs that work. This is a key process that needs to happen to pull it all together. If, remember, if you want to learn more on how to make all of this happen, you can join me in the Master IEP Coach Mentorship at MasterIEPCoach.com, and I'll see you guys next time.